We are on Ksubis Lamed Hay on the base towards the bottom and on 35B3 in the Archkul Gemara. We are now moving on to what we started with in the beginning of this parak, in the beginning of this chapter, which is discussing the concept of Mefata and Ma'anes. Uh, just a quick introduction, which is really a review uh, so that we could continue on with the Gemara, we have not dealt with many of these issues uh, for a few weeks. Uh, but basically, uh, there is a halacha, there's a law, that if a person uh, rapes somebody else, so then they are obligated to pay all the damages that are involved, all the damages that are involved with the rape itself. Now there's a separate halacha that says above and beyond that, in a situation where a person rapes a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, and she is still a virgin, she's a basula, or uh, she, she is seduced. So then there is something referred to as a knas. There is a fine in which above and beyond the damages, the person has to pay a fine of chamishim shkalm of 50 shekel. Now there's a difference between a situation of a rape and a situation of being seduced. Um, and that is that when there's a rape, so then uh, he is obligated to both uh, marry her, assuming that she approves of it and that her father approves of it. If they want to back out, they certainly have uh, the right to back out. But he is, from the, from the man, he is obligated to marry her and he's obligated to pay 50 shekel. Uh, when it comes to a, being seduced, so then it is either or. Uh, it's up to him also. If he wants, he can, <coughs> excuse me, he can marry her Again, she has the right to back out, but he has the option of either marrying her or paying the fine. So there is a difference between the two. And this fine is put in place. Why is there a fine? Uh, so, meaning the person is already paying all the damages for the loss. Why above and beyond that is there a fine? So there are different reasons that are found amongst uh, the later commentators. Um, and here is just one or two. Uh, one idea could be uh, for a fine... Uh, so that since you've, besides for all the damages, you've also lowered her value in terms of any future husband, um, and so therefore uh, their fine will be in place. Alternatively, there is a fine so that we prevent a culture of znus, a culture of immorality, of sexual immorality, and so therefore a fine is put in place above and beyond. Why specifically between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half is a good question. Uh, maybe because this is the beginning of her adulthood, uh, and so therefore we want to make sure that this knas, this fine, is specifically during that time period. Um, again, there's still damages, all the all the loss and the damages that uh, has been caused, is, there's an obligation to pay, but this is above and beyond that. So now our Brysa will discuss four cases. The Gemara will be quoting a Brysa that discusses four cases where there is no fine. We do not have this principle in the following four cases. So, Tanur Rabbanan, it is taught in a brisa. In a situation of arayos, where the person that is being, the girl that is being raped or seduced, at the, again, between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, is a relative or a secondary relative. There is no fine. Now, this goes against our Mishnah, seemingly. This would, our Mishnah says that there is a fine in a situation where it's, let's say, a certain type of family relative where the punishment is 
Kares, an early death. Um, uh, but our Braisa seems to be arguing. Our Gemara will elaborate on each of these cases. On each of these cases, first we will quote the Braisa, but the first case is, is relative, so we will see what the, what the Gemara has to say about this case of relatives. But that's case number one. Again, says that when it comes to relatives and secondary relatives, we'll see what that means also in a minute, but there is no concept of this fine. Okay, Hamima Enes. Hamima Enes, Ein La Loknas Another case is a girl who is under the age of 12. It has to do with Mian, something that we discussed in great detail when we studied Yevamos, uh, the last Masech, the last tractate that we did. So Mion is the concept that a girl who is under the age of 12, a classic case is if her father passes away. So on a rabbinic level, um, again, with her consent, her mother can marry her off uh, under the age of 12. And this is a rabbinic decree so that, uh, especially it, back in the day, um, it was difficult to get married when... Your father was not when the person's father was not alive. Uh, the father was usually the one who um, made the uh, all the arrangements for the wedding um, and everything that's involved, um, and so therefore it became much more difficult. And so therefore, on a rabbinic level, we allowed the mother to marry her off again with her consent, uh, and uh, she has the right to back out of it, uh, but allows her allows to it's allowed to marry her off. So to help her out, to help her out because there's concern that she won't be able to get married in the future. The concept of Mion is that she always has the right to back out. She has the right to back out of this marriage until the age of 12. She has the right to back out of this marriage and it's even viewed as retroactively as though they were never married. Um, a, lot of, a lot of discussion on that topic, which is not for now, but it's something that we discussed uh, in great detail in Yevamos. Um, so the case here is let's say I'm, I'm explaining this based off of Tosvos. The case is uh, where uh, she gets married uh, on a rabbinic level. This is viewed as a rabbinic marriage after her father passes away, and so her mar- mother marries her off, um, and she's married. And then she does mian. She retroactively undoes the marriage. So everything that took place during that marriage was really not in the context of that marriage. From a halachic perspective, it's not viewed as that they were married ever. And so therefore, if she had sexual relations during that marriage, uh, so then that would be, it's not really viewed as during that marriage. So then that would be via, be a form of pitui, of, that could be a case of being seduced. Um, and so therefore, in that, those cases, there is no fine. In that case, we'll see why, but there is no fine in that case. Um, interestingly enough, the Gemara will discuss uh, what about a regular, forget about that case, but what about a regular katana? I thought that this whole law only applies to a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. So the truth is, is that this is not so simple. There is a big machlokas, a big dispute, whether this applies to uh, any girl above the age of 3 until 12 and a half. The age of 3 is sort of halakhically what we determine as uh, old enough to be viewed as having defined as a sexual act itself. Uh, but uh, do we say that the fine exists between the ages of 3 to 12 and a half, including minors, including a kitana, who is a minor, or, which is the opinion of the Rabbanan, or do we say that, no, it's only specifically only between 12 and 12 and a half, which is the position of a mayor? So that's something that the Gemara will discuss, a regular case of a minor. None of these are regular cases, but um, a case of a minor, as opposed to this case, this uh, this more... 
uh, intricate case of, of a mion where she was married on a rabbinic level and then she undid the marriage so retroactively it's like she was never married but within that time frame uh, there was a case either of with her own uh, partner it's not really a marriage anyway, a- anymore retroactively but with her own husband at that time uh, was a case of either where she was raped or she was pitoy she was seduced there is no fine in that case that is all case number two Case number three is islandess. In Lilakanazvalopitu, if we have an islandess, which is a girl who uh, is not able to have children because she doesn't, uh, she hasn't reached, uh, she she didn't have go through puberty, so in, if for such a girl also there is no fine. And finally, Shemra, a woman who uh, is divorced because of, there was a bad name, there are bad rumors about her. So that case also we'll see in the Gemara. The Gemara will discuss that case as well. What exactly is that referring to? There too, there is no concept of this fine. Okay, those are the four cases. Again, just a quick review. First case is a relative. Second case is this girl who's under the age of 12 who does mion, uh, who undoes her marriage. So then how do we view some of the uh, sexual acts that she had during that time period of either whether she was raped or uh, seduced. Uh, Case number three is an islandess, a girl who is uh, cannot didn't go through puberty, uh, and therefore she cannot have children. There, in that case, also there's no fine. And then finally, if there's certain rumors about her, which we will discuss in the Gemara, what exactly are those rumors? There, there too, there is no fine. So the Gemara will discuss each of these cases. So case number one is about relatives. So just uh, a quick review also. But what we had until now, really at the very beginning of this parak, we had a discussion about relatives, and if if a person has sexual relations with an immediate relative. Is there a fine? Is there not a fine? So part of it depends on the fact that the, the Pasuk, the verse says that uh, he should have either the option or is obligated to marry her, depending on whether this is a case of being seduced or raped. Um, he should have the option or is obligated to marry her. Well, maybe that only applies to a case where he's actually allowed to marry her according to the Torah because, um, because one is not allowed to marry a relative. So... It certainly is the case that it only applies to somebody that they're allowed to marry. The question becomes, well, what about the flip side of this knas, of this penalty, is that he's obligated to pay her. Well, is it the case that this would only apply, this knas, this fine of paying her the 50 shekel, maybe it only applies if he has the ability to marry her, or maybe not. Uh, Certainly, according to Mishnah, he does not have to have the ability to marry her, and yet there is still a fine. The Gemara explained that's based on a certain way that we derived the law based on certain words in the Pasuk, in the verse. Others have the opinion that no, there is no such fine, which is also the opinion of our Brisa, as we will see. There is no such fine because it has to be that he has to have the ability to marry her. If there's no ability to marry her, so then just like they can't get married, so too there's no fine with regards to the monetary payment. Uh, The two are linked and connected. Uh, That is one position. Uh, that is not the position of our Mishnah. The Mishnah says there is a fine, even though they can't get married. So what's my Arayas and my Shniyos What are these two categories? One is uh, relatives and one is secondary relatives. So the Gemara says as follows. If it means that relatives, meaning on a biblical level, they're viewed as relatives and cannot get married. On a biblical level, and Shniyos, secondary, is referring to rabbinic. There are certain marriages which on a rabbinic level even if on a biblical level they can get married, but on a rabbinic level uh, they cannot get married. An example of that would be, let's say, a grandmother, uh, which on a rabbinic level, on a biblical level, one could marry, but not on a, bibli- on a rabbinic level. So, 
Gemara says it can't be referring to relationships which are only not allowed, which are prohibited on a rabbinic level, because then if that's the case, let the knas, let the fine continue to exist on a biblical level. In the end of the day, if we're looking at it purely from uh, on a biblical perspective, everything is allowed. It's completely allowed. So then there should be a fine. There should be a fine of 50 shekel. So that cannot be the case. So what are we referring to here? El Arayos, Chayve Mises Beisdin, Shnios, Chayve Krisos, Ava Chayve Lavin, Yezlein Knas, Umani Shimon HaTimnihi. Basically, what are we referring to here in the Brayse? We're referring to cases where if one were to get married, uh, so then it would be either the death penalty or the secondary is um, car race and early death. So in those cases, there is no fine. In those cases, no, there's no fine uh, because in those cases, what's the reason? The logic behind this, which is based on the position of Shimon Timni, is that in those cases, even if one were to attempt to get married, it wouldn't even be recognized as a marriage. There'd be no requirement to get divorced because the marriage itself is not viewed as a valid marriage. Nothing took place. However, the point is that, however, according to this opinion, when it comes to uh, other forms of marriages, which is just a negative commandment with the punishment of lashes, let's say to a mamzeris, a girl who is a mamzer, um, so then in those cases, there will be a fine. They cannot get married, uh, but there will be a fine of 50 shekel. Why? Because at the end of the day, when it comes to those types of marriages, it is, it's not allowed, but it is recognized as a marriage to the point where they have to get divorced. It requires a divorce process. It is recognized as a marriage. There's a big difference between these two cases. On the one hand, uh, a, a marriage is not allowed because, and the punishment is the death penalty or an early death or car race, where in those cases, the marriage is not even recognized. It's the attempt to get married, which is the problem, but the marriage itself is not recognized, as opposed to whether it's when it's an ordinary negative commandment with the punishment of lashes. So then in that case, uh, in that case there, it is recognized as a marriage, and as such, there would be a fine according to Shimon Atimni. Alternatively, another way of explaining the Brayisa, Ikedami arayos chayv misas beizdin v'chayv ekrisos, shniyos chayv elavin, money, Rabbi Shimon ben Manasihi, or all three cases where it's not allowed on a biblical level, meaning uh, the death, the punishment is either the death penalty or karis, an early death, or even uh, lashes, in all these cases, there would not be a fine. Why? This is going according to the position of Rabbi Shimon ben Manasseh, who's of the opinion that it's not about whether or not the marriage is, in the end of the day, recognized as a marriage which requires a divorce. No. If in the end of the day, they cannot stay married at all, even in the case of Chai Lavin of an ordinary negative commandment, they are not allowed to stay married. Even if it's recognized as marriage and it requires a divorce, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If they're not allowed to stay married, then there is no fine. There is no fine of 50 shekel. Uh, and that is the position of Rishim and Manasseh. And that's what the Bryce is talking about. It's talking about all three cases. In the end of the day, though, uh, just to point out, uh, in the end of the day, none of these fit with the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that when it comes to uh, relatives where the punishment is either... Um, lashes or curries and early death, there is in fact a fine, and that's based on how they derive it from the psukim, which we've discussed uh, many weeks ago. Uh, but all these cases would argue on our Mishnah, which we had at the beginning of the chapter. Now let's discuss one more, one more case, the second case of this brisa, and we're now on the art scroll in 36A1 in the right-hand column, in the second column. 
We said that a girl who is went through this whole process where she had her marriage on a rabbinic level because her mother married her off after her father died. And she did me and she undid the marriage. She, she wanted to back out. She undid the marriage. It's not even recognized as a marriage retroactively. Um, and we were discussing what happens in that case, whether there's a fine or no fine. Um, and in that case, there would not be a fine. But the implication is, when it comes to Mion, Hakitana Ba'ama Isla. It implication is, but a regular minor, a girl who's a minor, would there would be a fine. So money, Rabbanhi, the Amri Kitana Yisaknas. Who's that going? Like we mentioned before, this is a dispute between the Rabbanon and Rameyer if the fine exists for a minor. So this would be going like the Rabbanon, like the majority. But the problem with this is a Masefa. What do you do with the next case of the Brisa? Islandis in la Loknas or Lopitui, also Rameyer, Dhamma Kitana in la Knas. The next case is an islandist. An islandist is a girl who um, doesn't go through puberty. In that case, we say she never becomes a Nara. She never becomes uh, the status of Nara between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. This status of Nara between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half only exists for a girl who goes through puberty. If she doesn't go through puberty, she goes straight from being a minor to what we refer to as a Bogaris, to a, an adult, which happens really much later on when she turns 20. That's when we know for sure. Uh, but she's always viewed as a minor until she reaches the age of 20. So we see that if there's never a case of a kanas, of a fine, in that case it's because she's a minor. That fits like the mayor who says that because she never went through puberty, she's viewed as a minor, and a minor doesn't have a kanas. So it sounds like from the first case of the Brisa, a minor does have a kanas. If she's under the age of 12, she does have a kanas. It sounds like from the second case that a minor doesn't have a kanas, which is why an islandist, a girl who, can, who never goes through puberty, is viewed as a minor and she does not have a kanas. Who are we going like? Raise your Rabbanon, a savior of mayor. How can we say that the first case goes like the Rabbanon to say that there is a, a fine for a minor and the second case is like a mayor, that there is no fine? How does this work? How does this, how does this work? So the Gemara will have two answers. The Gemara has two answers, following two answers. V'chi temakula Reb Meir hi u'bimana savar like Rabbi Yehuda. So just to back up for a second, when it comes to a girl who does mion, when is she allowed to back out of the marriage? Until what point in time? So the Gemara is suggesting maybe we're following the position of uh, Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says that she has the ability to back out even after she turns 12. She has a little bit amount of time even after she turns 12. Um, it's a little bit later than that. And so it's even after she becomes halakhically an adult. So if that's the case, maybe this Brysa really holds like Rav Meir, that in all cases, if she's a minor, there is no fine. What about this case of Mion? It sounds like she's, we're discussing a case where she's a minor. No, it means that she told a case where she does, this happens after she's 12, because according to Rabbi Yehuda, she has the ability to back out of the marriage a little bit after 12. So Gemar says that can't be. Because Rav Meir himself argues. Rav Meir himself holds that it's until the age of 12. So if the whole Bryce is like Rav Meir, Rav Meir says that she can only do Mian until the age of 12. So if that's the case, it's until the age of 12. The implication seems to be, with regards to other minors, there is a fine, but that goes against Rav Meir. So Gemar says, El Rabbi Yehudihi Upagitana Savalak Rav Meir. Rather, the Bryce is like Rabbi Huda. Um, really, we have to sort of mix opinions here. It's not purely Rav Meir. But our Bryce is like Rabbi Huda to say that she could do Mion beyond the age of 12, a little bit beyond the age of 12. But we also follow the position of Rav Meir who says that when it comes to a minor, 
she could, there is no fine for a minor. The case of Mian is where she was a little bit above the age of 12. In that case, there would be a fine, if not for the fact that it's a case of Mian. The Gemara then asks, wait a minute, but Rav says that this Brisa is like Rav Meir. He should have said it's like Rav Meir and like Rav Yehuda. You have to mix, you have to combine them and mix them. It's not purely Rav Meir. So how could Rav say it's like Rav Meir? So the Gemara answers, yeah, he holds like Rav Meir in one, but like Rav Yehuda in the other. In the end of the day, answer number one is saying, Really, this entire price follows the position of a mayor to say that as a minor, there is no fine whatsoever, which is why an islandist doesn't have a fine, because she never went through puberty and she's viewed as a minor, halakhically, until the age of 20, 20 and then uh, there is no fine. Uh, however, what do you do with the case of Mimma Enes? The case of Mimma Enes is where we follow the position of Rabbi Yehuda, who says that she can do Mian a little bit above the age of 12. That's all answer number one. Answer number two is Raphram. Raphram Amar, my Mima Enes, It doesn't mean a girl, this whole scenario of a girl who's under the age of 12, who gets married on a rabbinic level and then undoes the marriage because she wants to back out. No. What it means by Mian, this girl, it means that she has the ability to do Mian. Meaning, that's the whole point of the price, to tell you any girl who has the ability to do Mian, i.e. a minor, does not have a fine like Rav Meir. The whole Brisa is saying, we follow Rav Meir. And it's not really referring to a case of Mion, this case of a, a girl who's backing out of marriage. It means she has the ability to do Mion, i.e. a minor. Every minor has the ability to do Mion. Any minor, there is no fine, like the position of Rav Meir, against the Rabbanan, against the Rabbanan who say that the fine does exist. No, this is the Brisa is telling you, like Rav Meir, that any girl under the age of 12, any minor... Uh, there is no fine. Vilisni Kitana, the Gemara asks, so then just say it outright. See, talk about a minor. Why is he talking about Mion? Kasha. It's a, it's a good question. It's a good question on Raphim. But at the end of the day, according to answer number two, it means that it doesn't really, it's not really referring to Mion. It means that any girl under the age of 12, there is no fine like the position of Rebbe Mayer. Okay, we'll discuss the other two cases in the next class.